Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And it's time to pull yet another suit out of the closet of the deck of friendship. Today, we're bringing you the turnip prices. Uh, mine are 75 bells. The premium turnip prices. 75 bells. <laughs> I you want you to burn <laughs> some money? Come to my island. Mine are 76 bells. Ooh. I, don't, I don't even know what my... I have completely opted out of the stock market at this point. Just because I'm like, I don't care about money in real life. So, so why would I? why would I have respect for money... In a virtual game. Because you love Joan and Daisy May. I got a letter from Daisy May because I bought so many turnips. She was like, thank you for buying so many turnips. And then she sent me something and I forgot what it was. But I'm sure it was really nice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about bells. I care about finding random furniture and balloons and just putting it somewhere. Okay, Helena St. Tessero. (laughs) Is that... Is that what Helena St. Tessero does in this episode of Neo Yokio? In this episode of Neo Yokio says, I don't care about bells, Kaz. I care about popping balloons, shaking trees, and killing fish in the ocean. You don't kill fish in Animal Crossing. Okay, catching fish in the ocean. You stupid Toblerone. Oh, okay. Well, that was a little intense. Now I, now I know how you really feel, Ray. Oh, no, that was is that me. You th- is that you think I'm a stupid Toblerone? No, no, that was Helena St. Tessera. I know, I know that. how you really feel, Ray. You want to know how I really feel? How do you really feel? I really want a Toblerone. <laughs> yeah. This, I don't. This show keeps talking to me about chocolate, and I want chocolate. I haven't had chocolate in days. I ordered some from my grocery store without realizing that- it would take seven days. No, th- it wasn't in stock. So I ordered <gasps> no. it from my local grocery store and they're like, okay, your order is placed. It'll get here uh, on the 25th. And I'm like, what? 11 days from now, Marble. I know. And I ordered it a week ago. Oh. No. And I just I just wanted chocolate as quickly as humanly possible. And to be fair, it is a lot of chocolate that I ordered. I ordered three bags of, uh, what are they called? They're the... They're, they're not kinder eggs, but they're by kinder. There's something else. They're like a bar, and they're so good. And I ordered three bags of them. <laughs> Marble, just come over. I still have my 60 bars of chocolate. I have, <laughs> I've eaten 20 of my 60 bars of chocolate that I, that I bought for a school fundraiser. <laughs> the, worst, the worst part is that I could go to the store and just get different chocolate, but I won't no, do it. No, you can't. You're oh, it's in kinder isolation. Bueno. It's, it's Kinder Bueno. I want Kinder Bueno. Is that I what brought, it's called? I brought you a big Kinder Br- Bueno. <laughs> Please. You don't deserve this big Kinder Bueno. Yeah, that is what it's called. It's a Kinder Bueno, and it's the best candy in the universe. And the first time I had it was when Penny was over. She bought one to see what it tasted like, and she gave me half, and it was the best thing ever. Aww, I love and that. Now I want. Now I want three bags of it. <laughs> okay, um, well, so to this today on this episode of Deck of Friendship. Oh yeah. <laughs> which oh, is we're the recording podcast, a podcast. Which is the podcast that we're recording. <laughs> Um, we watched Neo Yokio episode three, which all of these episodes, it's called Oh the Hellenists. And I mean, just another banger, just another banger. This was probably my favorite episode so far. There I, was no. I think this might be my favorite episode. Wow. Okay. Because like, Kaz isn't 
isn't like trying to avoid his job. He just does it so we get into the action faster and it's a trip. It's a wild ride. So uh, essentially Kaz is hired by his old high school, Easton Prep, uh, to teach lessons on elegance to the Hellenists who are the, the fan club of Helena St. Tessero. Right, yeah. Um, so the episode starts out... Uh, <laughs> It starts out with Kaz in bed, just at, <laughs> as as Charles is reading him a bedtime story. Aw, loved it. And and Ray, I can't believe you almost skipped that. Sorry, there's a lot going on. There's so much that. Well, uh, to be fair, it's not in the synopsis, and also I tend true. to accidentally skip things that aren't in the synopsis. But he's mourning the his he's mourning his loss from the bas- from the bachelor board. He got kicked off of the bachelor board because of his um his uh his his night at the museum uh no relation <laughs> to the hit Ben Stiller movie Night at the Museum. Um Although uh Rami Malek was there. Oh yeah, just in the background. Just in the back it was just, but it wasn't he wasn't playing his character from Night at the Museum, he was just Rami Malek is here. Yes. Yes. And he said by until dawn two, it'll be on the shelves in six minutes and then never again. <laughs> No digital download, only on shelves, oh, and also no. nobody's allowed to leave their house, so it'll so, come and go, and nobody will be able to even see it. <laughs> there it is. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye until dawn, too. So, yeah, uh, the Hellenists are uh, Helena St. Tessero's uh, rabid fans. Um, Helena St. Tessero, if you are, uh, if you need a refresher, is, uh, the girl that Kaz, uh, saved from a demon in the first episode. She was a fashion blogger. And then yeah. after yeah. her possession was like, nah, I don't care about fashion anymore. And then Kaz got mad at her because you have to care about fashion. Right. Yeah. But now she, she woke. She's a, she's a, a main, she's a, I guess she is like, well, she's really the main character of this episode, to be honest. Yeah. She's also, my main character. But also, like, I mean, she's in the opening credits, uh, so I guess she's probably going to be in every episode. I um, I, I just had a flashback to when I first saw this, and I made an Inktober sketch of uh, Helena St. Tessero. It's a skull and crossbones, except it's Helena's head with four Toblerones as the bones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marvel, if you can find that. Yeah, hey, Marvel, if you could find that really quick. Yeah, I'll I'll find it. It's it's probably buried in my Twitter somewhere, but Okay. Chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate. Where were we? Okay. Come with me and you'll see chocolate. <laughs> Gene Wilder just says chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> I'm sorry, Helena. You don't deserve this chocolate. I still have not gotten into the Val- Valorant open beta. What is Valorant? I don't know. It's like Overwatch 3. Yeah, that's what people keep telling me. I know literally nothing about it. Welcome to Gaming New Horizons. Well, it's 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 like a 5v5 shooter, so... I, I do... Hold on. Let me look up Valorant and see if there's any characters that I like. No, 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 no. We gotta do this episode. <laughs> no, we gotta do this episode, but... Welcome to Deck of Friendship. It's time to talk about Valorant. All right. So Valorant is a, a team-based shooter. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up now. You gotta you're, push you're, the payload. You you got you are, you are forcing me to look this up. No one is forcing you to do anything, Mars. Well, well, I am. Well, yeah. 
Now, it is by Riot. I can't remember my opinions on Riot. I'm assuming they're bad. They're all they're all bad. Oh, yeah, they're the ones that do League of Legends. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, Riot does. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, they're really great, especially when they give Marble Cantus a beta code for Valorant. I literally But otherwise, have, they suck. I literally have no idea how much of this is going to be in the episode. Probably none of it. Just retract. Just, I'll let you know if they give me a beta code or not, and we can cut around whether or not I love or hate Riot based on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't see any page about the characters, which is the only thing that I care about. They have no characters. That's how I am with Apex. I never learned how to play Bangalore, but I love her. Uh, but don't worry. Num- question number six. Can you guarantee I'll have 30 MS of ping or less? No, sadly I'm, we cannot guarantee. I'm sorry, Riot. I don't. I'm not elite gamer. I just want to know if any of the characters are goth and cute. There's no characters aside from that one with the white hair. Apparently, there's only the one character. Valorant only has the one character. That's Valorant. That one's Valorant, and that's the only character. The only character. No, there's actually two characters. That's Val, or you could play as Ant. <laughs> yep. Welcome. Welcome to our hit game, Valorant. Val or Ant. <laughs> what? Come on <laughs> down. <laughs> da, 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 da. First blood. What if you heard that on a game show? What if? What if? What if you were watching like <laughs> The Price Is Right, and then you just hear first blood over the loudspeakers, and the entire audience like turns on each other? I need to hear Vanna White say, double kill. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. Triple kill. Overkill. Quadruple kill. Sextuple kill. Okay. All right. Now, let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. So, Kaz is hired by his his prep school, uh, Easton. Uh, Because the Hellenists uh, have decided to copy everything that uh, Helena St. Tessero does. So now they will not wear the school uniform. They will only wear a hospital gown and bandages. Now, okay. Again, we're skipping over some pretty important stuff. Well, that's just like the beginning of the episode, so. You're forgetting that squid ink pasta is the most melancholy of pasta. That is established. That is true. At the same time, I didn't miss it. (laughs) And Agatha gets uh, Kaz to meet her for lunch by with the offering of squidding pasta, which is of course gasta, gasta, gasta. You gasta eat it. You gasta eat it. And uh, Neo Yokio upholds the proud anime tradition of having. A very detailed cooking sequence and really looking at all the food. Thank God. It's a, it's maybe a little bit quicker than most anime would have done it, but it, it, it upholds the tradition. It's in there. It's, it's in, in there. there. You can they count it as being in it. there. You know, it's about, it's, it's like a couple of steps up from the cooking scenes and fighting foodons. We, we're not allowed to talk about that show. That show doesn't exist. It's season 2.5. We are not allowed to talk about that show. I, you, I, you, you're right. No, we're, here's the thing is we're allowed to talk about it. I just never want to ever again. <laughs> That's we, fair. We, we gave it too much of our time fighting foodons. You leave. The door's over there. I don't, 
I don't necessarily know how to feel about Aunt Agatha. We don't really get much of a read on her. And also, like, the show isn't necessarily subtle about things in, like, characterization and character design a whole lot of times. And she literally is, like, always wearing a trench coat and sunglasses and, like, keeping herself... I mean, it's just a look, but, right, in terms of, like, visual design, she's, like, closed off, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think she's the final villain. <laughs> just jump straight to that, yeah. I mean, I'm and here for I that. I mean, that's fair, yeah. I I like her, but she's definitely, in, like, three seasons, the villain, you know? R- well, yeah. Sure. In, yeah. in the in the second and third seasons, seasons that are definitely going to happen, for sure. For sure, they're definitely going to happen. To be fair, I want them to happen. I don't know if anyone else does, but I do. I mean, we'll see where we're uh, where we're at at the end of this season, but like I'm feeling it. I feel like it could go way way further. Yeah, um I I'll hold my judgment on whether or not I want more once I see the finale in the movie, but uh that's how I'm feeling about Agatha is that I I don't I like the character. I dislike what she represents and I want to take her down. Right, like, I'm not Fair. sure I'm not sure what her stake in this is. She seems like... So, in this episode, like, Kaz and Agatha have this, like, conversation about Kaz's money going to the family, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that... Okay, that could be Kaz's family, or Aunt Agatha is in the mob. And either could be true at this point. Yeah, no, Because could- we, we don't know anything about Aunt Agatha. Yeah. But, like, she might... Okay, here's my theory. Aunt Agatha is a mob boss that Kaz <laughs> is in deep to. Oh, he's he knows. He's part of it. He's part of it. And that's yeah. just... That's what the family is. It's that's just the, the mob. the family. It's and just the mob. these are the jobs yeah. they're taking. Yeah. Isn't that just the demon hunters? The demon hunters are a mob, is what you're telling me. Essentially. Well, but is, uh, is Aunt Agatha a demon hunter? Like, we've never seen her have any of those powers, and she doesn't- That's true. She doesn't seem to do work herself. That's true. She only shows up places to give Kaz orders. It's- she passed on all her powers to Kaz, and so now he has to do it, because that's how demon hunting magic works. I'm totally spinning the thread right now. As a demon hunter, right? As a demon hunter. I don't know. I- (laughs) I think Aunt Agatha's pulling some strings here. I I believe that. And uh, and maybe they are actually related, but it could be both. Right. Yeah, I could believe anything you tell me about, almost anything about Aunt Agatha right now. Aunt Agatha is actually a secret agent from the moon. And I believe that. (laughs) I didn't know you watched Ahead Mars. Yeah, thanks for watching the movie without me. Thanks. She has a big dinosaur friend named... Also Agatha. Named Big Agatha. (laughs) <laughs> she had to pay extra money for the big title and she rockets away to the moon and blows it up with her missile body <laughs> with her whole body with her entire body her entire body that is a missile yes oh don't God. look it up don't look it up it happens just trust us it's her there. soul flies away into the stars and becomes one with the cosmos final fantasy the spirits within i know that one Katamari Damacy, the, the, ah. for the PS2. What, um, 
so Aunt Agatha has this conversation with Kaz, right? And right. we're speculating on Aunt Agatha. Because they don't hang out either. They're not, they don't hang out like family. They, you know. Yeah, they're know. not, they're not fam. They're family, but they're not fam. Right. right yeah. They're just And workers. there is a difference. There we're, is a difference. They're work family. <laughs> they're work, f- oh, yikes. Oh, no. Hey, um, so Kaz says yes to this job, uh, and he he also goes and meets up. So his job is to be a teacher for elegance. That's what Aunt Agatha tells him. Right, yeah, like a teacher for elegance because the Hellenists are are wearing protest clothing. Mm-hmm. And it's his job to teach them about elegance and make them wear the uniforms again. Right. Yeah. And then he also goes to meet up with Lexi and Gottlieb, tells them about this, but also Lexi and Gottlieb have been up to stuff. They get a lot in this episode, and yeah, I'm proud yeah, yeah. of them. They have a they have a they have a, a a business venture that they're embarking on, known as the Caprese Mar- Martini, which is like a Caprese salad, but it's alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds gross. And everybody comments on how it sounds disgusting and looks terrible, and then also they drink it and they're like, "Oh, this is pretty good." Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Speaking as someone who does not drink, cocktails are just like that, though. That's fair. Cocktails look wild sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Like people will put people will put anything with alcohol and call it a cocktail. That is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Guilty as charged. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hey, don't don't lie. You might like a little mozzarella in your drink. I. Mm. I'm gonna say no. no. I'm gonna say no. I'm also gonna say no. I like my cheese separate from my drink, please. You say no now, but you don't know. The idea of any wet cheese that isn't brie or nacho cheese, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, brie I'm... shouldn't even be that wet, just a little bit. Just a little now I want brie. So, oh. From from looking at it, my understanding is that the mozzarella ball is on a stick that is hanging yeah, o- like, like an, an olive. olive. So, yeah. So I think that with the tomato, I think that might be more, it's like a pizza drink. That sounds, the Ugh. more you talk about it, the more terrible it sounds. But I guarantee you, if you tried it, I mean, you might barf, but you might really like it. I feel like, well, that's, that's everything. That's, that's everything. Everything, hey, everything hey. on the planet, you either might barf if you <laughs> hey. eat it, or you might really like it. Hey, hey Mars, <laughs> try this chocolate. You might barf or you might really like it. Me trying to do an allergy test. <laughs> Here, take this handful of peanuts. You might barf, or you might really like it. Uh, uh, so they hey, look this... at this picture of Buff, Ov- Buff Oslo. You might barf, or you <laughs> might, might really, really like, it. like it. How dare you say this cursed how, words? How dare you bring Buff Oslo into this? <laughs> Lexi and Gottlieb. Please, they're doing this martini. And Buff Oslo is in the background pouring it. No! He's like, shake and not stirred. I'm gonna explode. I want this demon out of here. It's called a Caprese martini. I'm gonna hire Kaz to blast Buff Oslo out of this podcast right now. he is a demon. Yes. I'm a demon. I know, bud. I know. Um... Lexi and Gottlieb hire decide to to make uh cause the poster child for the the Caprizi Martini. Yeah. Uh, also known as the Caprizi boy. Right. Which is very good. <laughs> I don't 
I don't know if they're calling the drink Caprizi Boy or if it's just that Kaz is the Caprizi Boy. I like to think that Kaz is the Caprizi Boy. Yeah. I don't want a drink called the Caprizi Boy. No, thank I think they would be too upper class to call it that. No, they, yeah, just- they, they never say uh, the Caprizi Boy Martini. They always call it the Caprizi Martini. So when you order it, it's probably just like the Caprizi or the Caprizi Martini. Caprizi no longer feels like a real word to nope. me. Mm-mm. It didn't really feel like a real word before I saw this episode, and now it certainly doesn't. Here's the thing. I I love me some 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 good caprizi, but I don't want it in a drink right now. Right now. See, right now. You said, I said right, right now. now. I I am for, I am fine with trying it later. Okay. When we meet up. Oh no. Oh no. Careful. Careful what you promise here, Ray. You can't back out. Once you agree to have a Caprice Martini, the pass <laughs> is sealed. I'll send out VHSs of pictures of the Caprice Martini. <laughs> so that's just it then. You're just going to keep promising VHSs to people. You said to be careful. I'm careful. Are, mm, are you? Listen, listen. I'm not. The next time. Sorry. The, the first time we meet. <laughs> I feel well. We already met non-canonly. Um, True. The first time we meet, I'm not gonna drink a Caprizi Martini. I'm making that promise right okay, here. All right. How's this? How's this? How's this for a promise? The fourth time we meet, <laughs> Mars. I can't see that far into the future. After the three times after the first time we meet, you will drink a Caprizi Martini. I. Uh, no, that you don't get a say right now. Mars decided for uh, you. Uh, the fourth time we all meet up, Ray, you will drink a Caprice Martini. We'll take we'll take it. We'll take a video of it and we'll post it to the Instagram page that I'm sure we'll make by then. I'm not going to make a promise right now. <laughs> I am standing firm for once in my life and <laughs> say no. I'm saying no to drink. Okay, all right. Peer pressure, peer pressure. <laughs> no, no, you know what? Ray has taken a stand, and I'm okay with that. I respect that. For once, Ray is making a decision and not flaking back and forth for three hours. I just refuse to talk about it, so. Yeah, I know, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks. Marble, you you, di- you were expert in deflecting the Caprice Martini uh, truce off of yourself. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to point it out as part of the deflection, but, uh, you know, any chance to point out how good I am at deflecting. With Genji, (laughs) specifically. If you really Uh, try, Genji can be a main tank. Um, uh, Don't ever say that to me again. You can in mystery. I don't- I don't know what those words mean. I Overwatch. I, no, I sort of- I sort of do, but I refuse to process those words. Overwatch is a team-based first-person shooter featuring stars such as Default Dance and <laughs> the guy from Doom. And the guy from Doom's brother. His name is Mood. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Mood. Uh, hi, my name is Mood Guy. <laughs> he's very he's he's very emotional. He uses I, his tears as his main weapon. Look, my brother Me too. my brother Doom Guy <laughs> is all about, you know. The anger, the violence, you know, all of that. And you know what? Like, you know, it's 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 a family matter. But uh, you know what? I'm more about the vibes. I'm more about just chilling out. And uh, Mood Guy watches Doom Guy do his work and he says, Mood. <laughs> He's like, oh, Mood. 
Hey, hey, Doom! Hey, Doomy! Hey, my brother Doom! Mood. And then Doom Guy doesn't say anything. And then Doom Guy says absolutely nothing. He has to remain silent so the player can project. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't worry. I see a a player is projecting on you. I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Oh, he usually Uh, talks, but while a player is projecting onto him, which is all hours of the day, he can't speak. uh, 25 of the 24 hours in a day. Yeah, not not on Thanksgiving, though. That's that's his day of freedom. Nobody play Doom on Thanksgiving if you do your infringing on Doom Guy's day of that's, rest. That's the day he gets to hang out with his family, Mood Guy and Isabel, and that's it. <laughs> Isabel! Yeah. Yes! Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they BFFs, they're family. Yeah, it's Mood fine. Guy they're, they're, and- they're, they're fam. They're fam, for sure. They're real fam, not like Agatha and Kaz. <sighs> wow. Brought it wow. Back. Here we go. Here we go. Um, what happens here? Oh, Kaz goes to the school. Yeah, Kaz goes to the school and is like, and like, Kaz really prepared for this job. Yeah, he, yeah. he had a lesson plan and everything. He had a whole syllabus. He had a whole, th- he probably had his whole year planned out. Uh, he, he was really excited about this job as an elegance teacher. Uh, and he gets there, he does a little bit of his first class. Um, the girls are like, you suck. The girls are like, you suck. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> yeah. He certainly does. He certainly does. And then does. he gets called to the headmaster's office. Ooh. Ooh you're in trouble. Ooh. You're in trouble, little man. Ooh. THX. <laughs> Marvel is... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Make me. No, no. Mars for saying THX. <laughs> you okay. can keep making the THX noise, Marble. It's fine. Yes, um, absolutely. Just... Oh, now it's more of a motorcycle. <laughs> An yeah. agitated motorcycle, specifically. Yes. You need to give it some uh, Benadryl cream for that agitation. Yeah, rub some cream on this motorcycle. What well, happened? I thought we were doing a podcast, but fine. I'll go rub cream on a motorcycle. Bye. Welcome back, Marble. How is rubbing the Benadryl cream on a motorcycle? Is the motorcycle better? It's fine. Okay. It's fine, Ray. Okay. It's just fine. All right, fine. At, at least it's not agitated anymore, unlike some people in this call. Anyway, I, the I, headmaster. Hey, I, hey, Marble. I, hey, Marble. Hi. Um, It's St. Crispin's Day, and I pulled a prank on you. What was the well, what was the prank? Uh, and I wanted to let you know because I wanted to be upfront about it. Well, I guess back front. Back cause, front. Because I am <sighs> telling you after. Okay. I swapped out the Benadryl cream for Nutella. Oh my god. And I swapped out your and I swapped out your Nutella for Benadryl cream. I ate my- all of the Nutella Mars. So you ate all the Benadryl cream? Yeah, I'm feeling really good right now. I'm not itchy at all. That's bad, because that means that my motorcycle doesn't have any Benadryl cream, so it'll stay sick. And also, uh, I fed it Nutella, which, as we know, is poisonous to motorcycles. So it is in it is in the hospital They're now. They're massively allergic to Nutella. <sighs> well, it's not even the chocolate. It's, it's the... Uh, it's the Nutella. It's the... Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, all the ingredients are fine, but if you put them all together, <laughs> nope. If you throw chocolate and like hazelnut on it, it's fine. But if once it's Nutella, it's once over. it's Nutella, yeah, yeah. Uh, Same with sugar. If you put sugar right in a motorcycle, uh, it'll it'll be totally fine. But if it's Nutella, 
It starts to it starts to fizz like a if you put salt on a on a snail. Oh no! It just shri- the motorcycle just shrivels up. Yeah, and deflates. I'm dying right now. So is the motorcycle. I know. I'm the motorcycle, and I'm dying. Ray, you never Ray told was me the you motorcycle were- all along. Ray, you never told me you were a motorcycle. Vroom. <laughs> wow. Poetic. So, Kaz uh, gets pulled aside by the headmaster, uh, who I love this headmaster. Oh, <laughs> this yeah, is he's, a good headmaster. he's the best. He's great. Because every single sentence that he utters, it has, is he is just the sweariest man. Mm-hmm. Yes. He does so many funny cusses. He does so many S- funny cusses. Such as, insert cuss here. Yeah, I'll yeah. edit in a cuss. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's okay if we edit them in, but if we say <laughs> them if we say them in the recording, I have to take them out. I actually have like a, a like the like every um every time that one of us swears, I like take this the clip of us swearing and put it in a little folder, um, so that I can use those to edit in for times like these. Yes. And in three years, Mars is going to say, this is the swears folder. You owe me a dollar for every time you swore. <laughs> this is the swears it's like, folder. It's a swear jar, but post-quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my Lord. Oh, we just we just dated this episode. Oh, 100%. But you know what? You know what else? This is going to be relevant for, like, at least a year. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so... And it's probably going to be globally relevant for a lot of time after that, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah. Headmaster. The headmaster, this, this swearsy dude, uh, is like, alright, kid, you, you are, I'm tricking you. I'm tricking you, actually. <laughs> I tricked you to get you here. He rubs his little hands together. And then says a cuss. And then he does say a cuss. Just he assume- says, insert cuss here. Oh, there's another one. Anytime that we're talking about this dude, assume that he is cussing. And yeah, he he's like, all right, I'm not actually a class on L- Look, if this uniform thing is still an issue in like a week, I'm just going to hire a real teacher. But which is like a pretty big burn. And I feel yeah. like- and you can see it on Kaz's face for a second. He's like, oh. I was sad for him. I was so excited for him to be a teacher. He wanted to teach. He wanted to teach. He finally found his he calling. He wanted to teach. To be fair, it was teaching high school girls about elegance, but still, it was something he was good at, even if he does suck. Actually, you know what? The plot of this episode is has a lot of similarities with the plot of, of, um, of School of Rock. Oh. <laughs> now, I always have to do a flip in my brain on whether School of Rock or Schoolhouse Rock and what they are. School, School of Rock, of Rock is, is the one Black. with Jack Black and Miranda Crossgrove. Okay. And yes. and Schoolhouse Rock is Jack Black and Miranda Cosgrove singing about like the Bill of Rights. Conjunction right. Junction. What is your function? Yeah. Hooking up words for phrases and Legitimately School of Rock is one of my favorite movies of all time. Schoolhouse Rock is one of my favorites, what, um, but that's you know, Personal what are, preference. What are the similarities, Mars? No, okay, no, Ray. I can believe that you have not seen School of Rock. I've seen it. You've seen it. I've watched School of Rock multiple okay, times. Okay, good. Marvel. 
Of course. Okay, so we're all in this. I feel then I shouldn't have to explain. For the listener's sake, you should. Oh, you're. why are you putting me on blast like this, Ray? I'm not. I'm just trying to podcast give us, with give you. Give us a quick plot synopsis of of school of. I almost said schoolhouse. School <laughs> hey Mars, Mars, we're putting you on blast. You need to give us a plot synopsis of Schoolhouse Rock, the I educational need, children's program, right now. I okay. need you to sing every single Schoolhouse Rock song right now. All right, hold on. Let me go to Schoolhouse. Start with rock. the theme song. Okay, go. the theme song. None of these are particularly labeled as being theme song. I'm just going to pick one that I... Oh, I'm just a Bill. That's one that I know. I said all of them, Mars. Oh. (laughs) All right. I'm going to sing I'm just a Bill because it's the only one that I know. And I'm sorry. You don't have to sing. No, you're making me do this. (laughs) No. I'm just a Bill. Hey, I wanted to clear, clear, um, clue you in. These songs are really long. <laughs> I know, and you still need to sing all of them. <laughs> I'm only a Bill, and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. I don't actually know how the song goes. Let's move on. Why are you doing this to me? The spit's over. We buried Yay! it. Woo! It's dead. I walked up behind it with a big Toblerone and cracked it on the head. I dug the hole with a Toblerone. It's in the ground now. Okay. Okay, so after that happened to me, um, <laughs> when you bring up school, uh, when you bring up School of Rock in a podcast, strange Ooh. things are bound to happen. Ooh, Jack Black. I see where I was hoping we would go would be like a fun School of Rock reminiscence, but it's too late for that now. Oh no, Mars, you brought it up again. What perils await us? <laughs> we, we all just start singing School of Rock songs in monotony and unison. It's like oh some Gregorian hey, This chanting. is a good episode. God. Oh my god. This is a quality episode, our best yet. This is the best episode of Deck of Friendship. Uh, the, the headmaster says, I tricked you, actually, Kaz. You're not here to teach about elegance. You're not a real te- teacher. I hired you so you can find out where the demon sympathizer is, because I think there's a demon sympathizer here. And that professor's name was Jack Black. And he taught us all a valuable lesson about... Oh my god, they do actually go to the music teacher. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Mr. Professor Muley? Professor Jack Black. I'm sorry, Professor Jack Black is a classical piano instructor. Is Is a substitute teacher who stole from his roommate, stole a job from his roommate, and is pretending to be his roommate. Just like in Schoolhouse Rock. (laughs) Just like in Schoolhouse Rock. Um, So, Kaz... Is like, okay, I guess I'll do this job, right? He's actually, like, he's bummed out at first when he realizes he's not going to be a teacher, but then when he realizes, or when he's told, rather, that he's going to be protecting the honor of Easton, he's, like, really excited about it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. And so he goes to investigate all the teachers. He's introduced to all the instructors, and he has internal monologues about a few of them, and he decides on the piano instructor. Yeah, because, because like, he's the most different <laughs> out of all the instructors. Well, he literally does say that up front later. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, he starts off be- being like, cause like, he went to the school not too long ago. Uh, so like, he's like, oh yeah, Professor Muley. He's, he's always been an odd duck. And it turns out that Professor Muley actually is a duck. 
Turns out he is a duck, quack, quack. Uh, he's, he's, he's a duck in a, a, a person's music te- instructor clothing. <laughs> Kaz, Kaz walks in and, and Professor Muley is like, has a, uh, has a marimba stick in his beak, just rubbing it against the marimba and looks up and sees the door open and the spell activates and he turns back into a human. He's like, huh? No ducks in here. <laughs> um, so, oh, oh, that's right. The Professor Muley, the duck human friend, says, Hey, Kaz, your outfit sucks. Come over later and we can get you a new one. Yeah. That's literally what happens. They're, they just hang out and get Kaz a new outfit that's all goth chic and a robe. Yeah. It's, it looks very comfy, actually. Oh, yeah. It looks great. I would wear that. I would 100% wear that. Same. And Kaz likes it. He's like, yeah, this is cool. I'm going to try something different. Kaz, and, Kaz and is the most gullible person on Earth. That is true, but he does pull it off. He does yeah. pull off that look, though. No, he 100% and then, pulls it off. And then, like, as soon as somebody tells him that it's, like, not cool, he immediately takes it off. Lexi and Gottlieb. Lexi and Gottlieb clipped his wings so fast. I know. And I really like them in this episode, but I was so excited for Kaz to wear something different. Yeah. Um, but during a photo shoot for the the Caprizi boy martini uh, promotion, uh, Kaz, they tell Kaz that what he's wearing sucks and that he needs to get into normal clothing. And he does. How about this? On the fourth time that we meet, I will, you, you'll drink uh, a Caprizi martini and I'll drink, I'll take a lactate, and drink a virgin Caprizi martini. I'm still saying no. And I'll, and I'll, I'll eat a Lunchable. That's probably equivalent. That, that's equal. How about we all just eat a Lunchable? Cracker stackers. We gotta eat a cracker stacker. I don't think I've ever had a Lunchables. <gasps> no. Well, because they mostly have, like, little salami in them. Not all of them do. And, and There's I'd... a pizza one that's that has no meat. But it also has cheese, which I... Uh, which it's I, true. I yeah. didn't. I forgot about the cheese. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Okay, is that, okay. What? Instead of a Caprizi martini, let's all just have a Capri Sun. Yes. Okay. We did it. <laughs> you know what? Lunchables are kind of like the American version of those, like, uh, um, I forget what they're called, but like those packed rice lunch boxes. Are that... you about to tell me bento boxes? Yeah, I'm bento boxes. Scream. Yeah. Lunchables are an American bento box. I hate this theory, because you're right. Let's talk about this episode, and I'm not going to think about how right you are. <laughs> I'm just going to skirt past this truth, because I don't like it. You can't handle Marble, the truth, what right? happens in this this part of the episode? Uh, so, Kaz, when Kaz is at his apartment... Uh, Jack Blacks, that is. Uh, he does a little, he does a little sneaking around and he finds a necklace with a pentagram on it. Wow. Oh no. How demonic. Demonic. How demonic. Spooky. A pentagram. Everybody knows that that's what the pentagram means. Mm hmm. Absolutely. It doesn't mean anything else. Nothing else. Don't look, don't look it up. Don't it look can't into me- it. It can't mean anything it. else. It can't. Legally, it can't. Legally, it can't. Only demons. Only demons. Um, so yeah, uh, he basically that's that's like all the evidence that that Kaz needs to convict. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's 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 different and he has a thing. He has a pentagram necklace 
And so he basically is like, okay, well, this is pretty cut and dry. Um, after he does the photo shoot with Lexi and Gottlieb for the uh, Caprice Martini boy promotion, um, he... Goes to see Helena. Yeah, he goes to see Helena. Um, he apologizes and brings her a big Toblerone. Um, but is also kind of being a jerk because he's only there to convince her to convince the Hellenist to stop dressing in hospital gowns. Also, he was, quote, being blackmailed by the Hellenist to give a letter to Helena St. Tessero, or else they wouldn't let him into the classroom because they were all being Hikikomori just like right. Helena. Yeah, yeah. Which is, what? Yeah, we we kind of forgot about that, but, like, Helena... We might have mentioned it, but, like, yeah, she Helena's, like, not leaving her room anymore because she doesn't care. Like, she has completely abandoned the uh the facade of the outside world and uh in inspiration uh taking inspiration from that the hellenists uh also do that and lock themselves in the classroom refusing to come out and the only way they'll let kazan is if they deliver if he delivers the letter to helena it's just fan mail basically it's just yeah, yeah it's, it's, just just on- it's only fan mail fan mail Mail that fans send. That's yeah. that's that's how it works. Now this before we started recording, I had sort of a realization about this show. And I I think that this show is using the aesthetic of anime for the purposes of it like of commentarying on anime being commercial. You know what I mean? I I can see that. I think hmm. A lot of it has to do with just, like, capitalism as a whole. Yeah. yeah. It's like- right. Like, it's not speci- Like, I don't think it's specifically critiquing anime. I think it is using the tropes of anime to, like, convey that theme alongside yeah. all of its oh, other yeah. stuff. Yeah, for sure. And, like, the, like, in the way- Like, it keeps- The show keeps making, like, like, jokey reference to it being an anime. In this episode alone, we have, like, when- uh, when Kaz first drinks the Caprizi Martini, there is this moment where he, like, does one of those, uh, like, anime cutaways where he turns, like, he turns into a cuter style, art style for a second, and, like, goes like, whoa, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. he goes chibi. He goes yeah. chibi. And, like, uh, earlier, like, we were talking about them using, uh, referencing the, like, tradition of over-detailed food animation. Um, and, like, and then also them consistently saying kikikomori, uh, in the, like, just using a Japanese word in the English translation because it- Yeah. Because, like, it supposedly can't be translated, even though, like- you know, shut-in or isolated. They, they, would have they say shut-in in the same episode, but they still also say hikikomori. They, yeah, they keep saying hikikomori as, like, that is the, the, that is the word that everybody understands. And, like, I feel like they keep making references to all of these, like, anime tropes uh, to, like, I don't know, call attention to the production of anime, in a way. I don't know. I don't feel like this thought is fully formed, but... We'll come back to it. I in feel a like there's something there. We'll come back yeah. to it in a couple episodes. I'm I'm liking this train. Yeah. 
Um, the train I don't for the think we've reached it. Yes, two, two. Uh, but I don't think we've reached the stop just yet. I don't think we have either. Um, but let's get back to the the episode because uh, we're almost there, and some some wild stuff happens. Some wild stuff does so, happen. So after after uh, his meeting with Helena, Helena refuses to leave to help Kaz. Um, and, uh, you know, he's upset, but he, he has to go catch a demon sympathizer. Um, so he waits outside Jack Black's apartment and calls him on the phone and is like, hey, what are you up to? And he says something about, like, going downtown to go to dinner and just, you know, have, have a chill day. Um, and Kaz is like... Okay, sounds good. Hangs up and then just waits and watches. <laughs> and then he sees that uh, Jack Black leaves his apartment and goes uptown, not downtown. What? What could this possibly mean? And and we have an incredibly good exchange between Kaz and, and Charles, where Charles is like, well, your only evidence is uh, is that he is different from everybody else. And that he has a necklace with a symbol that is so commercialized and popularized that it has lost all occult meaning. <laughs> yep. And we all chuckled at that because that was a very good line by Charles. Extremely, and it's very true. It's extremely mm-hmm. good line by Charles. Uh, and then he's just like, but you should always trust your gut, sir. <laughs> it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and trusting his gut, Kaz goes and and uh, trails Jack Black to uh like a a housing a housing building a thing a building yeah uh, they go to Queens which in Neo Yokio is a dense housing development that we don't learn a lot about but just sort of like ekes on the edges of some more themes and history of this city mm-hmm. and he follows Jack Black. To a gathering of black-robed figures, and we hear some Gregorian chanting, and Kaz is like, Aha! I've caught you, demon sympathizer! And then Jack Black is like, I'm at a rave. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Gregorian house. And I screamed. (laughs) And he says his boyfriend is the DJ, and he spins Gregorian house. And and then they have a, a Caprizi Martini, and talk. Like you do, like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, and and Jack Black is like, yeah, um, I'm a classic music teacher, and I don't want people knowing that my boyfriend does Gregorian house music. Don't tell anyone, okay? <laughs> don't tell anyone I'm dating a DJ, please. Yeah, <laughs> it was so. Don't good. be ashamed of your DJ boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he works hard like, to spin that Gregorian house. But it's also shocking, like, Kaz only really knows about the aesthetics of the occult. He doesn't actually know what the demons want. And, like, they've told him, but he he's not interested in listening. Yeah. Nor should he be. They're the enemy. Right. Why would you listen to your enemy? Themes. Themes. Da-da-da. And then Kaz realizes, wait, if you're not the sympathizer, hmm, then I still need to find one. <laughs> So he he uh he's leaving the club uh cuz he has to get to Lexi and Gottlieb's uh party to celebrate the release of their hip new cocktail. Um and uh before right. he leaves he goes to the bathroom to freshen up and uh the Hellenists walk in but they're in the Gregorian robes yeah. and they kidnap him and they stuff him in a sack. 
Yeah. Yeah. Then we cut to uh, Helena. Yeah, who is in this really intense animation style. Yeah. Uh, who's And she's sleeping in her room. And the envelope that uh, Kaz brought her from the Hellenist starts moving around and she kicks it away. And then all the fan mail turns into tentacles and it's really creepy and gross. And it picks up the Toblerone above her and squeezes, squeezes it until it squirts out the chocolate and it's really graphic. And then she wakes up because it was a dream. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Marple. Hi. What? Uh, I Wait. just love that. That was great. Wait. You're so Wait. you're so wonderful. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <gasps> okay. So anyway, anyway, it was all a dream, uh, right? So so anyway, it was like it was like a dream, I guess. Uh, so anyway, it was like a dream though. It was like a dream and like it was like wild. It was weird. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> and I thought tentacles were smooth and not made of envelopes, and it was super unchill. Um, tentacles can be made of anything. Yeah. Don't be sexist. <laughs> oh my god, I'm being sexist. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there was like paper everywhere, and Ow. like, ugh. <laughs> and so it's like and. To be frank, her room was a mess. It was like a mess. She doesn't take care of herself. And then the, like, it, like, made an even bigger mess with, like, the chocolate. Yeah. Which, yeah. she wasted that dream chocolate, like, real quick. If it was my dream, I would have been eating the chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, because I can totally control dreams, too. Oh, my God. I can control dreams. I can't, I, I can't though. There, It's like... We can teach you? Oh, okay. I'm a dream warrior. I can go into your dreams. Sit with us, and we'll teach you the way. This sounds like a webcomic with a bunch of gay characters in it. <laughs> oh. My life is a webcomic. <laughs> Webcomic is just a setting on a dryer. <laughs> oh my god. Hey y'all. Yeah. Hey, yeah. The Hellenists are the sympathizers. You wanna know why? Why? Because they want to be just like Helena, who got possessed by a demon. They also want to get possessed by demons. Oh and my the god! Demons, and the demons said that Kaz, they they will possess the Hellenists if they sacrifice Kaz. And that's what they start doing. But they're like, <laughs> yep. But they're not. I don't think they're a hundred percent clear on what they're because they're just like, oh, like Stacy told me that. This is what would happen. Like, I don't know if they actually have firsthand account with yeah. the demon. Like, did they did they talk to the demon? Yeah. Or did the demon just send a letter? Now, that said, they are able to do uh, purple laser powers. And trap Kaz in purple beam time. Yeah. On a big altar made of wood that is Where in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of imagery, huh? A lot of imagery. Yeah. Yeah, Loved, it's like it. it's like it's like a big I don't know what you would even call it, just a big torture device that they hang Kaz from. Basically and they trap him in this big barrier and they're gonna uh destroy him, I suppose. Um they they literally like their their eyes 
um, are just enveloped in darkness, and they're like, oh, heck yeah, I'm totally getting possessed. <laughs> oh my god, I can feel the possession. Uh, that's not yeah. even that's not even a joke. No, they literally say these things. That's literally how they talk. And then Helena walks in and she's like, she's like, this is what you get, Kaz. <laughs> yeah. That's how she, that's, that's kind of, that's, is yeah. that a good Helena? Yeah, impression? that was really good, <laughs> you know what? That was really good. I like that. She, she, she's like, she's like, she's like, your flamboyant lifestyle is the cause of, of the capitalist blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but and this is the, this is the, the main, this is, this is where that road leads. Also, you're not even that elegant. Uh, just to, like, stick a final knife in and twist it. And then she says, but you do, but you, we do share a taste in luxury chocolate. And then she and then- busts over <laughs> a Hellenist in the head with the big tall around. That's breaking the chain of laser beam. <laughs> and freeing Kaz, who shoots a bunch of lasers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then, I can't do a Helena voice, sorry. Um, was it here that she explains why she saved him? Yeah. Uh, because she owed him one. For yeah, because opening he her saved eyes. her. Yeah. Saving right. her and opening her eyes to the the frivolosity of the world of luxury and excess. Right. I think Helena is still trying to get Kaz over to her side. Because yeah. he does like her. Or, sorry, she does like him. Yeah. He just sucks. And, like... Yeah. He sucks completely. He sucks completely. And he's like, yeah, I, sh- I mean, okay, I'm feeling weird feelings about this whole situation, but I do need to go to this party. And she's like, all right, you should go to the party. Enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> so capitalism is falling, y'all. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Just Kesden, kidding. That's a good thing. It's extremely Kesden, good thing. have fun at the party. Uh-oh. Uh, soon those, cap- those Caprizi boys- Will, will taste of blood. Will taste their Capri- It won't be tomato and mozzarella. It'll be blood and mozzarella. <laughs> Blood. Oh God! Episode uh, four of Neo Yokio: Blood and Mozzarella. Ah, uh, GG Caprizi. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this episode for for being more overt about its themes than the last episode, and also featuring all of our favorite characters and not featuring Archangelo, who is a little bad boy, a stinky yeah, Arcan- man. Archangelo wasn't in this one at all. Thank goodness. Good for this episode. Good for this episode. Instead, we got Cool Headmaster, who swears a lot. Yeah. Can he be a major character going forward? Oh, if only. If only. Oh, also, this Headmaster dis- Oh, the Hellenists are just gone. <laughs> also, they're, they're either dead or they disappeared after uh, Kaz shoots lasers. Uh, yeah, and then they the headmaster- in some fashion, I think. I okay. don't know. And then the headmaster's like, yeah, I guess we're doing uniforms because, uh, or not doing uniforms anymore because yeah, all of this happened because of strict uniform guidelines. Right. Like, he, bu- like, the, the, the headmaster busts in, by the way, wearing a robe. Like, like as I'm you pr- do. I'm pretty sure he, because this was at, in the middle of the night. It, I think yeah. the implication is that he sleeps at school. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, he busts in and he's like, all right. Forget this uniforms, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, no uniforms. All uniforms just cause problems." And slowly but surely, Helena's influence is making a difference. <laughs> and Kaz is upset that the tradition is being broken. Yeah, 
Yeah. But Kaz also has mixed feelings because he's at the cocktail party and... And also has no say because he gets fired immediately. He gets fired immediately. He gets fired. There's even... There's even a point... This show's great. There's a point earlier where... uh, where Kaz is t- like the first time Kaz is talking to Professor Muley or sorry Jack Black and um and Jack Black is like uh 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 the dress code is really conservative just like you and uh Kaz is like my outfit isn't conservative and Jack Black is like yeah that's definitely what I was talking about your outfit sucks but it really is like Kaz is a hundred percent conservative. I, I, Kaz sucks. Kaz is keeping up the old guard yeah. and is conservative because that's all he knows, and that's he's what very, he's been he's taught. He's very pro cap. He right. is very pro cap. Uh, and he's existed in this life of luxury. And Helena got blasted out of that, uh, like, because of possession. <laughs> right. Well, hold on. Another theory. Mm-hmm. Are are the citizens? Of Neo Yokio under some sort of mind control. What? what? Pew, pew, Maybe. Pew. And pew. that possession literally resets them. Maybe. We haven't Maybe. seen enough possessed people to find out yet. It's That's true. true. Yeah. We've seen one and they were a skull and died. Yeah. Well, another one. And Helena. And Helena. Yeah. Who is reset, essentially. Yeah. Hmm. And like, we didn't see, like, the Helenists got like disappeared by the big Toleron. Yeah, we don't know where they are. So, like, we don't know what their thing is. Yeah. Mm. I guess we'll find out next time on Deck of Friendship colon Neoyokio. Dot com. Dot dot PNG. Dot 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 Merry Christmas. I accidentally knocked a Wii remote off my desk. We need to go. I'm in a hellscape. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Deck of Friendship. Hey! Good job listening to Deck of Friendship. Thank you, did you for it. listening to Deck of Friendship. Hey, Marble and Ray. Now, Mars. Hey, Marble and Ray. I'd, I'd be happy to enlighten you that hay is for horses. <laughs> All right, I you gotta go. Greet, you can <laughs> greet us with hello. Hi. What is up, my sisters? Or uh, uh, some other fourth thing. Hey, 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 Ray, Ray hey, Marble. Hi. Hi. We have a new iTunes review. We what? what? Yeah. Ow. Ha what? Who won? I checked this yesterday. We have a new iTunes review. Uh it's a five star review wow. from Simply Adoran, uh, who says top five for sure. Deck of Friendship is definitely in my top five podcasts. Such a good podcast that I suffered through figuring out how to leave a review despite hating iTunes. Aww. Uh, the lovely hosts, uh, Ray, Marble, and Mars, and sometimes the guests, or their official fourth host, Joe, talk about <laughs> anime sometimes and the class struggle. Uh, talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! Fighting Food on Space Jam, uh, as, and are currently going through New Yu-Gi-Oh! They're generally funny and kind people, and I love what they do so much. Aw, thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly. When do we talk about anime? When have we ever talked about anime? 
Remember that one time we talked about like giant microwaves or something? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Unfortunately, uh, I do. It was my bit, and unfortunately, I do. Uh, thank uh, you so much, Simply Adoran, uh, for for leaving us a rating. It, I'm I'm gl- uh, it means a lot that you would that you would uh, deal with iTunes whole deal just to leave us a review. It's really yeah, that's really a lot cool. of work. Thank you so Good much. Good job. I'm I'm proud of you. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. And and if you want to leave us a rating on iTunes, if you want to leave us a review, you can do that. You can do that on iTunes, and we'll read it aloud on the show because uh, it's really cool. And thank you. Uh, also, sharing uh, with a friend uh, is a really great way to um, for us to sort of build ourselves up, you know. Uh, and and it really helps us out a lot sharing with uh, with friends, with family, with uh, enemies. Yeah. Absolutely. It it really helps us out a lot. Uh you can find us on Twitter at uh at uh Friendship Deck. Uh we have an email, deckfriendshippod at gmail.com. We all stream on Twitch. Uh I stream at twitch.tv slash cozygothmars, marble at twitch.tv slash marblecantus, and ray at twitch.tv slash elleray13. Uh, so go check us out because we're, we're we all we all stream multiple times a week, uh, and uh, it would be really cool if you checked us out because there are fun times. Can I talk about my webcomic again? Uh, you can yeah. absolutely talk about your webcomic again. Pog. Hey everybody, uh, my webcomic is coming back on the twenty fourth of this month. It's called Dread Me Not. You can read it at dreadme.net. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's about to come back in full swing. I got tons and tons of pages in the backlog and they are pretty much ready to go. Uh, and I am, I'm super excited for people to see them. So if you're interested in, uh, checking that out, um, like I said, it's at dreadme.net. Um, yeah, basically yeah. all of chapter one is finished. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, without further ado, um, get that ado out of here. Without further ado, uh, we're putting the ado in the trash, and we're saying now goodbye. What do we say at the end of an episode? Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Just bye. Yeah, no, that's it. Just Marvel saying bye. <laughs>